Hello and welcome to the Next Step Help podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something very interesting. Why curiosity is the key to your self-help success. So Jack, could you give a definition of curiosity? Yes. Curiosity for me is either the feeling or a mindset of inquisitiveness. It's you go about your day-to-day life looking and thinking, how how does that work? You know, what's that? All this sort of, you want to learn. It's a mindset of constant improvement. You want to try and understand new things that haven't, you know, come to you before. And the best example that I can give is imagine a little kid. They walk around, you know, seven hours a day just pointing at stuff going, what's that? What's that? What's that? How does that work? It's just that basically the curious state of trying to learn more. Hmm. Yeah. So with that definition, why is it so important? Why is it the key to your self-help success? In my opinion, curiosity is kind of synonymous in a way with Mm open-mindedness. You know, you're curious to find out why things would be helpful for you. You're curious to find out what things are out there that you can bring into your, you know, your routine which already has loads of good habits what can you know max out your your stats in in the self-help kind of journey and you know the reason that's really important is without curiosity on self-help you wouldn't look up oh why, why is this good for me you wouldn't look up best you know those great videos i love watching where it's like top 10 self-help habits of 2021 or whatever and those kind of things are really important because that's where we find the majority of our kind of drive for self-help and success in that area. Yeah, and I think that's it's a key thing. So unfortunately, the skill is is not commonly reinforced as much as it should be because when you're at school, you know you're you're just given a subject that you're going to be learn learning. You know, <clears throat> they don't ask the kids what you're curious about. Let's go and learn. They just go, bam, we're going to learn, you know, maths equations, woohoo, fractions mm. a day. And, you know, one kid might be super curious about how how can I, you know, half a pizza. And someone else <laughs> might be like, shoot me in the face. This is the most boring thing I've ever done. Yeah, that was yeah. me. So, <laughs> yeah, not me. I was definitely trying to learn how to cut pizza in half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so how how can you use curiosity? So we understood that it's, it's important. You need this to sort of grow in your journey. How can it help me? improve so obviously it helps you improve because you're finding all this great information but one of the keys is never to lose it there was a point in my self-help journey self-improvement journey whatever when i was probably seven eight nine months in and i just thought okay i know what i'm doing and and i was i was just happy well so I'd say was wasn't happy, but I was kind of satisfied with the level I got to. Content, uh, yeah. Content. That's thank you very much. That's the word I was looking mm-hmm. for. And the problem with that is I started to feel after about two weeks of staying content and not learning new stuff, I, I didn't feel bad necessarily, but I just felt like stuff had become too easy. I was I I'd, I'd expanded my comfort zone. Uh, if you remember what we talked about before. And, you know, all these things that used to be really difficult habits for me had become really easy. And when that happens, 
when you've stopped searching for new habits to take on, you start to lose the good habits that you've already gained because your focus goes away. At least that's that's definitely what happened to me. I mean, I did yoga for, for nearly a year and a half every single day. And then I stopped improving for those two weeks and suddenly my yoga habit had just cut off. And it was really, uh, yeah. it was re- had I, a really negative effect. I'd want to add that like, as soon as you stop being curious, I'd say your comfort zone stops growing. Yeah. At that point, you've stopped pushing it in different ways, finding new avenues, new routes to grow and build. And as I said, yes, you get to a point where you're doing all these good habits. You know, you're waking up early, you've got a morning routine. And, you know, <clears throat> this does do a pretty good job of achieving what you, you know, 80% of the results come from 20% of the outputs. Once you've, you know, done a really good job on that 20%, 8% of the outputs are going to be quite easy. They're going to come to you relatively naturally and it's at this sort of point one it may seem like a good thing you've stopped growing and with the yoga example it's yes yoga is probably still helping but the body learns to adapt to it if you're doing the same routine for two years your body's not really gonna grow anymore your balance isn't gonna improve it'll improve a little bit but not as much if you suddenly go okay i've done this for a month i'm gonna try something completely different i'm gonna try laying on my back because now your body, the new neurons in your brain have got to connect and got to learn, oh, we haven't done this before. How does this help? How can we, you know, learn to adapt to this? And it's this bit which the curiosity is really key in your journey. Mm. <clears throat> and in terms of yoga, running, all those physical activities, even work to some extent, like deep work, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. that principle of progressive overload which which is what makes you improve if you haven't got the curiosity to go okay what's the next level and you just stay mm-hmm. running the same distance same speed you know lifting the same weights doing the same yoga mm-hmm. practices you're gonna you're gonna stagnate and then eventually decline it's because that's in your comfort zone it's, it's exactly the same principle we talked about before uh, yeah. so jack yeah. how can i cultivate I... my curiosity just before i answer that question i'd want to add that curiosity doesn't necessarily mean going harder doing different it can be something that's different so you could do you know i run what's a, what's a good speed for a kilometer five minutes is that really quite quick no, you know, that's i run quick okay I'm just it's like average. i run a kilometer i run a kilometer every five minutes and my morning run has always been five kilometers so you know it takes 25 minutes hmm. what you could do is like okay so i'm quite familiar with the route i i like it it's easy you know it just gets me up in the all you want but you could go, is there a different route I could take? Is there, you know, some some different route, some new place I could discover, I could, mm. you know, <clears throat> enjoy. And it doesn't have to be always about like learning from the outside. It could be learning from the inside in. Like so it's you're experiencing new things, you're understanding more. And I think curiosity is definitely one of the things that can help your mental health in the best way. Because it just brings satisfaction and joy and a love of learning is such a cliche thing they tell you in school <laughs> you have a love of learning but you don't develop it through being told do this do that you've got to cultivate it from the inside and then go and discover you should live like a little kid mm. not as in going around like, what's that what's that what's that because your friends will immediately i'm not hanging out with that <laughs> child again but you know it's it's the inquisitive nature and just the love of new novel experiences. Um, 
yeah and i think i think your running example there definitely answered my question which is how to how to cultivate it is just do do new things i also want to add that in 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 retrospection five minutes is actually quite fast for a for a kilometer it kind of depends how long you're running i can't yeah i can't really yeah yeah i (laughs) also mention in the idea of cultivating it more it's you need to understand that this this self-improvement journey will stop growing if you decide to become complacent you, mm. you you're content with where you are so you stop growing and this isn't this isn't the being content with where you are but still wanting to do more which which i know you said in a really good quote it's being happy for your surroundings but then you're also got that drive within and you're really grateful for that because you know it's going to bring you and greater experiences mm. and it's just understanding that curiosity is one of the most helpful things you can cultivate because it'll bring you all these different adventures, routes, experiences. And James Marshall, who is uh, one of our favorite podcasters <clears throat> for the Natural Lifestyles podcast, oh, he yeah. is Australian. I've definitely <laughs> butchered that. Bottle of water, <laughs> that's how you get in. And he goes, if you want to learn to pick up women, just go up to them and be curious about getting to know them. Mm. You know, that's the way, because when you do that, you're not thinking about it. You're in your body. You're in the now. You're just trying to learn. There's no expectations. You've not put this girl on a pedestal, and you can just be you. And understanding this, you can then learn to apply it in everyday life. Yeah. Yeah, so I have a question about um, curiosity in relation to deep work, which is Mm -hmm. something we haven't really touched on as much as I'd like in, in these podcasts. And I think we will change that. So a quick summary of deep work is mm-hmm. it's almost like a meditation or at least the feeling you get from meditation, that focus being translated to work, which let's be honest, is usually us typing at a desk, right? And so do you think that curiosity can help cultivate an extended period of, of deep work? I, I, I'd say, yeah. So with the the state of deep work can be described as flow and is mm. you know that's a term that's thrown around a lot and i think if you can be curious about how can i get into flow quicker and how can i extend it this brings your your curiosity into researching you know what are my triggers what works for me and you're going on like being curious about it and then from that then you can apply it and i guess i might need some help from your perspective but with this, you can keep doing it until you learn to be really quick at getting into the flow state and really good at staying in there. And I think something that can help you focus is being excited to learn or work on what you're working about. Mm. So you could be curious on how's this going to, you know, how's the work I'm doing today manifest into the bigger project? How am I helping this sort of thing? You know, you could even be curious about how am I going to make this story really exciting for significant other later? Mm. You know, any way like that. Do you have, do you have anything you wanted to add? Well, I, I think you were, the, yeah, you, you tell kind of the anecdote about mm-hmm. someone who's not improved. They go to heaven and God shows them who they could have been. And I suppose what, what what's helped me a few times in life is, is that curiosity about, my own potential and the kind of person I could be if I achieve this goal or work towards this or have these skills in my repertoire 
lovely word. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a, a great employment of curiosity is mm-hmm. be curious about w- your potential, about what you can do. Um, I do have another question for you, and that is, do you think there are any downsides to curiosity? Um, well, I think this sort of works back into the the last thing. So with the with the focus, you know, if you're successfully doing your focus, your deep work for you know two hours every day at the set time, you could be curious in would I be more effective doing it later in the day? Mm. Would I be more effective doing it longer in the day? Swapping something out, how does this affect me? And this doesn't have to be, you know, something that happens forever. You could you could say, right, I've got this project and I know that I, I'm curious and I've learned that I work pretty well doing two hours from 10 till 12. And you do that till the project is done. And then you go, I wonder how it would be like if I did, you know, nine hours a day. You went off into the mountains, sat in a hut and wrote that book you finally wanted to do. And this mindset could be you know unhelpful if you sort of got absorbed if it becomes if you're if it takes you out of the present so if it makes you less mindful by constantly thinking oh this it could be less helpful because you've never really be in the space or doing the thing long enough to be fundamentally curious and get the results that answer those curiosities if that makes sense yeah, that does make sense. And I suppose it, it kind of it reminds me of a video I put on the YouTube channel, Next Step Help on YouTube, um, called Think Too Much, You're an Idiot. And in that video, I go over how your brain will rationalize excuses for you when you don't want to do something. And I suppose mm-hmm. curiosity could do something similar. It's, it's like, oh, well, um, I wonder if I... Sh-. It's kind of a, a... You know, my video was about how your brain does it beforehand and curiosity kind of works afterwards it can make you very insecure if 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 if, if you let it right this is all about attention in the mind and, and realizing that curiosity can be useful but there are quite a f- little there aren't many but there are downsides that you need to be aware of and curiosity can turn into regret mm. Mm. would you agree i yeah i think i think <laughs> i think it could do but I definitely think this is something that as a good way to balance, you know, your, your mindfulness, your presence hmm. with curiosity. So you set aside two hours on a Sunday and you decide, okay, I'm curious about how I could grow and improve. Hmm. And from that, you write down, you know, you break the life into whatever the nine or eight stages, it, it you know, the different subsections, health, spiritual, mental, that sort of thing. And you work out, how could I grow? And this is the curiosity going, you know, maybe I could work for longer. Maybe I could work shorter, do Pomodoros. Mm. Trial and error. And you this point, this way, you, you'd be able to test it for a long enough time, about two weeks or so, maybe longer for some people, shorter. And that would give you a basis for understanding, does this help me? And this is the curiosity. But if you set it to just like the afternoon of a Sunday, then it won't impede that week by going, you know, Ah, oh, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Instead mm. of getting into that flow and that focus. So what you're saying is almost set what you're going to do on a Sunday. And once it's been set, it can't be changed until next Sunday. I, ideally, I think there'll be, life is fluid. So of course there'll be, 
But you know, as you go through this 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 week trialing these new things, you have insights, and if you note them down, you go, "Oh, what was that experience like? How was this? This will come in your journaling, and then on the Sunday you can review that and you go, "Okay, I I worked terribly <clears throat> trying to stay up late at night, so late at night, you know, doing the doing the deep work. The sun's already set. You go, this week I'm going to try doing it first thing in the morning, mm. which of course is something we've talked about in our morning routine podcast. <laughs> but you know." It's just that sort of principle of where am I and how can I use this to grow? Where where am I right now? What insights, what do I want to test to be more effective at achieving my goal? Hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, from this, we probably need to give an example of how it's helped us. So Sam, do you want to start? How has Cura positively impacted your life? And maybe negatively. Um, right. So curiosity, excellent example, which is which is uh, one I love from my own life. Is mm-hmm. hmm, wake up one morning, uh, five a.m. of course, and I think you to myself, <laughs> and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. <laughs> and then after I think that, I after, uh, that. after I thought that, I think to myself. Could I start a business? Mm, and mm. and and I mean that is an excellent example of hundred percent. And if you another one. Uh, so when I was in school, I uh, I was in a class with a lot of people who actually ended up getting into Oxford University. Pricks. Anyway, no, I'm joking. Anyway, um. <laughs> And one, and I was struggling a lot with with this specific essay and this topic, right? And I'd written like ten practice essays and gotten a B, and I wanted a fucking A. I was absolutely determined, and I got my like eighteenth B in a row. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was I was sat there and I was like, this is this sucks. Mm-hmm, and then I kind mm-hmm. of pictured these people in my mind who seemed to get it really easily, get the A like very easily. And I just thought, yeah, but what if I could get an A star? And, and do better anyway in the end i got an a star and did better than a couple of them which made me feel very very happy very very happy right and that's a great example of curiosity a negative mm-hmm. example of curiosity though um which i can give right from my own mm-hmm. life and it's not something i'm proud of is i, I was in a two-year-long relationship this was before i started my self-improvement journey so you know cut me a tiny tiny bit of slack you know, when I was in that relationship and I saw a pretty girl or, or a girl laughed at one of my jokes or something, I'd be like, very curious. Oh, what if? Oh, what if? That, I would say, is a deeply negative exa- uh, consequence of curiosity. So, Jack, have you got any examples in your life too? Yeah, well, I've always been really interested in how I show up. And <clears throat> curiosity is one of the things that's led me to do so much research. And it's brought me on as the first thing which i i'm so grateful but i'm i'm constantly reading i'm constantly constantly trying so currently sam and i in the in the background of these podcasts we're doing we're going through a book called no more mr nice guy Mm. and in this it talks about different challenges and and concepts and like paradigms that nice guys sit into that allow them not to get the results they want in life so Sam and I, we, we go through the chapters and then they suggest like challenges. So sometimes you do a moratorium, 
caretaking behavior. And this is a way that I'm, I go through and I apply what I've read in the book. I do the challenge. <clears throat> so I think this week we are going through and either you can either choose to do as much caretaking behavior as possible. And caretaking is, I believe, giving what you need to know that's caring. Now, I, basically, it's it's you give because you need to instead of they're asking, and that's why you give. So either you can do lots of that, or you can cut it out for a week. And through this, you, I've I've applied it through my week, and I've been curious about, you know, what are the results? How how does this help me? And going through day to day life, realizing that I could have done it there, but I didn't. And this is a constant process of of improvement, of understanding where I'm at, being curious about how I could grow, and testing it and testing it and it's this sort of process which i think is you know the key thing for your self-improvement journey is pushing my comfort zone mm. it's learning about the world it's it's just amazing and it puts a smile on my face honestly and i do think curiosity in this way is very beneficial in journal at the night time so you can write down those insights that you've had the the thoughts the curiosities that you know you're in and from there it's just a more developed system for learning throughout the week, you know, trialing and error. Yeah. hundred percent. I agreed. Um, yeah. So yeah, to summarize, curiosity is pretty good. Um, it, is, it, is, it is damn good. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's that feeling which, which kind of, we need to grow it's to expand our mind and our, our body and develop ourselves as people we need to be curious about how to do it mm-hmm. even how curious about why you should do it and, and keep that open mind 100 percent open mind um exactly. it's very very helpful yeah and this is something that you know with self-help you've got to see you see something on on youtube you know matt diavello's done journaling for 30 days you know mm. i'm gonna try it then you reflect on it do you like it do you not like it if you like it, you know, you can implement it. But keep playing around with this. Like Sam was saying earlier, if you get to a point where, you, you know, you've got these self-help things that in your routine, their habits, they're all done, you've effectively stopped growing. And this, this can be, you know, used appropriately for a certain time period to get a certain result. You know, if you found a way that's the, the clearest method. So, I mean, you're still testing on the outside, but this is the, the key thing you want to do. To get that result, you know, do it until you get the result and then try again and then work out, could it be improved? Is there something that I didn't like? Hmm. It's this thought process and this feeling of how can I improve? Which, you know, I don't think you could regret on your deathbed trying all of these different things, being curious. I mean, maybe you'd regret that you haven't found it all out, you know. Hmm. This is a natural thing that humans have cultivate it and, and bring it and use it more often i think to achieve what we want out of self-help and life in general very well said yeah and basically yeah employ employ <laughs> employ it wherever you can in your life maybe do the sit down on a sunday and you know go through the last week of general entry and think about could i improve here could I... this is a very good technique for fostering and effectively utilizing curiosity so thank you everybody for listening if you want affordable personalized one-to-one coaching 
we're talking about $25 a month. $25. Jack, wow, is that a good price? That is a good price. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's one coffee a week, depending on where you get your coffee. You know. <laughs> yeah, very much depending on where you get your coffee. Very, <laughs> so check out our website, nextstephelp.net, if you are interested. Thank you, everybody, for listening. See you next week.